BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, this is Rick from TC Paintball. You're listening to The Eric Zane Show, a show where the host makes the audience create intros, complains about them, and then refuses to play the correct ones. And now, because I'm required to, here's Eric Zane. Thank you, Rick. You fussy, fussy, fussy man. Welcome. Look at Daisy. Yeah, Daisy's being described as mean mugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome into the Eric Sincho podcast. Oh, I'm just feeling fantastic today, and I hope you are too. Uh, yeah, it, uh, why not? Why not feel great? You know, I've got you. And that makes me so happy. So I was driving Saturday, downtown Grand Rapids. There was a hockey game that finished up. You didn't care. The Queen of the Forest and the three blondes, Janine, Sherry, Stephanie, my gosh, 200 plus years of gorgeousness between those four. They would not like that compliment because you're saying 200 years, but it's true. They're all, you know, Sherry, I think is like 57. Diana's 55 in March. Uh, Janine and Stephanie are about 50. Have you heard that uh, 50 is the new 30? Isn't that what we say every so often? Like, just throw shit out there to make us feel younger. It's a young person's world, you know? At at one point, I was in that boat, in the young group, not knowing that the world was ours. Just being an asshole. Now, I'm with all the old bastards. 50 plus forever. Yes, dicks out for 50 plus. Ha! We're leaving the game early because we're going to go get a drink over at, uh, I don't know where, where they went. Uccello's this time. You pick us up. Yes. Swing by there. They get in. I'm driving right back by the arena. 
some concert had just gotten out at this little venue nearby called 20 Monroe and the drunks are piling out. And as I'm, I'm approaching an intersection, a group of like five young people, three chicks and two guys are walking into the street. I have the green light. Of course, I'm a cautious driver. I'm the best driver in America. I see them step out. I'm going to hit them. So I'm already going slow because I am such an amazing driver. And I know there's people around. I don't want to just assume because, you know, any, any one of these drunk assholes can walk out in front of you when you're downtown. When, when the uh, club or the concert venue is getting out and that's what's happening. They're stepping out into the road. And then one of the groups says, wait, stop. And then they all like kind of laugh and it's all awkward. And I look at them. Are they going to walk out in front of me? They kind of take another half step. Then they come back and then I start going. And then they come back again. So I'm getting annoyed. And they're all just like laughing, having a good time. And they're smiling like this. And then I roll down the passenger window as I'm passing them. Diana's, you know, in the passenger seat and the blondes are in the back. And I go, hey. And as I'm driving by at one third of a mile an hour, I go, Hey, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah." I go green means my turn. Fuck you, old man. Fuck you. The one chick goes, we stopped. We, uh, fucking fuck you, old man. And he goes, they just said, fuck you. I go, I know. I heard him. I, I know what they said. That was, that's what I was trying to get them to say. That's the point. I didn't expect them to go. Oh, sorry. You're a stupid bitch. Yeah. So just want to share. Yes. Get the fuck out of the street. You assholes. The hell is wrong with you? All right. Hang on. I got to drink coffee. Stand by. Uh, Kate says, I'm surprised Diana didn't scream out the window at them. Well, I, I had her beat. I had her beat. In fact, when I started rolling down the window, she's like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Dennis says, did you drop? Did you know who I am? Why would I do that? No, no, no. That isn't when you use, do you know? Well, you should never use, don't you know who I am? I have fallen into that before and said that, but not in the, in the way that you think. The way that we always make fun of, or I always used to make fun of was if you get pulled over. And then the cops questioning you. And then you say, don't you know who I am? That's probably the worst example of it. If you're fortunate, they will recognize that and just ask you. But you never ever, because they're waiting. A cop would be waiting for that. Um, so no. Some people are freaking out today. Oh my God, Russia has done it. They've invaded, they've invaded Ukraine. Okay, uh, you got to understand. Ukraine is as corrupt as they come, first of all. Always has been politically. 
This is not like a bunch of innocent people here. These are these are fucking that whole region of the world. It's kind of fucked up. Russia moved into a portion of Ukraine where the majority of the people that live there want the Russians to invade Ukraine. They're happy that the Russians are there. So there's that. Then there's the idea of Biden saying, Here's that one friend in Ukraine. It's going to be serious consequences for you. And so they did. And uh, so far, nothing has happened. And a lot of people are like, well, wait a minute. Is this going to be another t- example of, you know, uh, a, a, some empty threat? And I would say probably that's how this is going to work out. And then the White House will come up. Well, yeah, but that's not, I mean, that's not, yeah, that's not Ukraine proper. And uh, there's not really, well, that's not what you said, though. So, you know, there's that. And then, you know, I'm looking at the gas pump. And that this is going to skyrocket the prices even more. Uh, how about we try this? We announce, hey, Russia, do whatever the fuck you want. We don't give a shit about who you take over. Uh, just, uh, you know, just don't raise up the, uh, 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 your, let's not cut the oil production. Let's make sure we can be okay at the pump here in the good old U.S. of A. Why can't, why is everyone else allowed to have that? Well, fuck them attitude, but we can't. Why can't we just say, yeah, fuck those guys. Solve your own fucking problems. We got our own set of problems here. Suck my asshole. My God. I don't know. That's just me rambling. The ramblings of an incoherent, stupid old man. Fuck you, old man. I'm young. I can do what I want. All right. So that's kind of burning on my brain right now. That's what uh, started off the Today Show. Footage of these badass Russian vehicles rolling into Ukraine. Did you see the one that they had? Uh, There was one clip that they've shown. You know, I think you get it from um, uh, RussianWarExercises.com where they have all these contraptions, these uh, rocket launchers on trucks. And there's like 50 of these uh, vehicles and then the uh, uh, battery is like on an angle when I say battery I mean like what they're going to shoot all the weaponry is like on an angle and then they're all just like taking off really really fast like dozens of them at once I'm like how can anyone ever survive that holy shit how can you uh, lose a war with that type of um that type of artillery. And, you know, also in the back of everyone's mind is the fact that Russia, the obvious nuclear capability, if they wanted to, they could just launch a nuke. And then, you know, the only reason why we have nuclear weapons is for mutually assured mutually assured destruction. At the end of the day, Someone would have to go, all right, well, let's just blow the world up and then fire one of those. Because if one of those gets lobbed at us, 
we're for damn sure going to lob 10 at them. So what the fuck is the point? You know? Why can't we just dismantle everything and say, all right, let's just go conventional warfare. No one has the bomb. My God. I don't know. It kind of has me worried to some degree. So I'm of the opinion, ah, I don't want to fuck with anyone else who has nuclear capabilities and piss them off because this is only going to escalate into World War III. So go ahead. Take those Ukrainians. You know, if you think about it, in order to keep us safe, I would say, yeah, Russia, uh, go for it. I don't give a shit. It once was yours, right? That's what they're so pissed off about. Putin is like saying uh, he's saying all the right things for the people, but who knows why he's really going in there. He's a crook, too. He's saying, oh, yeah, this is our land. This is our land. I'm going to go get our land. But it could just be, I want the resources and I want to make more money or whatever the fuck. Who gives a shit at this point? Take the fucking thing. I don't care. I don't really give a shit what the fuck happens to Ukraine. I'm, I'm worried about the guy on the corner holding the sign. I'm worried about, uh, you know, uh, what you have and what I have here close to home. I'm sick and fucking tired about worrying about everything going on. And then like, well, if he go, they go into Ukraine, then he's not going to stop. Eh, we don't know that. We don't know that. Fuck. Good morning, you centipede-invested whores. Um, Boomer Bob says, where's Lewis Gossett Jr. when you need him? I see that the Reverend Rowdy Ron is here. Welcome, buddy. Corey says, I don't want Russia to have anything nice. If Russia takes Ukraine, how will Hunter make any money? Mike, I got to remember to reach out to you about getting on the podcast. I'm writing it down right now. Big letters. Mike podcast. You've got too many fun businesses that, I mean, candy and video games. Jesus. Sarah says Russia definitely needs a timeout. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know that they do to them. That was their land. They're like, no, we had that. We took that over forever ago. Fuck that shit. Okay, it will. It was the Soviet Union. They want it to be back to the Soviet Union. So they're slowly but surely going to get that. Could we survive with the Soviet Union in place? Hell yes. We did. So what? It's democratic in name only. Who gives a shit if there's more communists in the world? I don't give a fuck. I, um, when my relatives, uh, from Armenia, um, were under communist rule, they said, I talked to many of them that said, yeah, it was fucking great over there. As soon as Russia left and was, uh, was no longer the Soviet union and Armenia was not under Soviet, uh, Soviet rule. It's like it, everything sucked. Everything got shitty real quick. We were like, oh, fuck, we're on our own. Now what? We can we cannot get help from Mother Russia. Uh, Kenny says, what about what matters is all our troops we're sending over there. Yeah, fuck those guys. Solve your own fucking problems. We got our own issues. 
Russia needs to rewatch the speech Rocky gives them after he beats Drago. Yes. Rocky, Rocky, Rocky. Uh, all right. This show, you can get it. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures each and every day, Monday through Friday on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Follow me on Twitch. Please follow me on Twitch and subscribe for free with your Amazon Prime account. Twitch Prime. Sign up there, big red button, and then you get the show without any commercial interruption. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate these subscriptions. Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Also, Irvine's brings you the Facebook page which I am 16 days from being back on Facebook after my latest suspension. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Follow me there. Speaking of Irvine's. Okay. So my son had that 07 Accord. I'm taking that back. Taking it back. All that I've been given. The Rockets. And um, giving it to Madison. Jim is getting that Dodge that Diana drove and Diana got that new car. God bless her. She's so happy. Pooh Bear points at an all time high, even though I pissed her off yesterday and she tried to take all the Pooh Bear points away. And I said, how can I lose all the Pooh Bear points from one moment? Uh, after all the good things I've done, it's, 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 an, it's not equitable. You can't have it where I earn all the Pooh Bear points from things that make you happy. And then one little thing that I annoy you, you can't then take, although you have to uh, uh, take away in smaller increments. You can't just suddenly drop the Putin nuclear bomb on the Pooh Bear point bucket. Okay, that's ridiculous. It's not fair. Okay, you have one Pooh Bear point. I go, that's bullshit. Um, so, okay. Now, Madison doesn't need, like I've said, I've described this. She doesn't need a great car or anything. So that's why I gave we gave Jim that 2016 Dodge because... He can use that, has more use for that with the grandkids. It's a safer vehicle. The 07 Accord is, I mean, it's a 150, 160,000 mile car. Now, the car that Maddie does not have anymore, um, uh, that is, uh, yeah, not drivable. Had like 250,000 miles on it. Accords run forever. I'm telling you. There's a reason why uh, American cars have been, you know, as the years have wore wore on the decades that uh, Japanese car makers kick American cars' asses. It's because they run forever. It's not anybody's fault but your own, okay? Shut up, American car makers. The Accords, the Hondas, they run forever. She had like 250,000 miles and that thing was running fine. So on this 07 Accord, which only has 160,000, that's got another 100,000 miles of life on it, theoretically. So I spent the cash to get it fixed up because Jim drives it and he runs it into the ground. So I take it over to Irvine's. Basically, we get a, a great car for the cost of repairing it. And so, you know, they, they called me up yesterday. Bruce, he says, okay, you need new front brakes. You need new rotors. Uh, this part is gone. Uh, I don't know how that happened. I think Jim ripped off the front end and put a new one on. Uh, you need, there's a leak in the power steering thing. There's a seal. You need all new fluids in this thing. 
Um, there's a couple of suspension things are, that are destroyed somehow. They need to be replaced. And so there's a lot. There is a lot that has to happen to this car. And um, and then you have a, like a headlight out. and a, So Bruce says to me, okay, this is, this is what the car needs. And then I gave him the rare, fix it all. Silence. What? Nobody ever says that. Like, fix it all. Needs to be in top running order. I go to Diana. I, I tell her, I go, yeah, the car, car has a lot of work to it. It's $2,000. Work needs to be done to it. She goes, well, is Jim going to pay for that? I go, he doesn't have any money. Why would Jim have to pay for that? I mean, come on. If we're going to be fair to the kids, seriously, um, we can't just pick and choose. You know what I mean? Jackie gets a car. Maddie gets a car. Jim gets a car. It's cool. All right. This, I live for my kids. And I know some of you are like, ah, you're crippling your kids. You're doing that. No, I am not. Come on. Are you serious? If my, this is, this is what I chalk it up to. Are they working? Yes. Are they working their asses off? Yeah. Yes. Do they have a pot to piss in? No. Are they young? Yes. Will they take care of you? When you get old, I sure as shit hope so. Are you doing everything you can to ensure that? I think so. And I keep reminding them and they say, thank you, dad. And I go, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm glad. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Just remember there in decades from now, hopefully there's a dirty asshole with your name on it. I want you wearing gloves with my feet in the air and you're wiping my asshole. I am not going to have some stranger do this to me at some old folks home. Um, and I have to wait until he wipes five other assholes. Okay. You're going to wipe the asshole. You must take care of your father. And I remind them of this all the time. It's coming sooner than you think. You have to take care of your father. I'll take care of you now. You are going to take care of me later. And I'm living with you. One of you three is taking care. And I don't give a shit if I live uh, with you for four months and then move to your house for four months and then your house for four months. I don't give a shit what it is. But I'm going to be like the NFK sitting there watching TV, enjoying the day. Okay. That's how it is. So that's the uh, motto of the household. And don't forget it. All right. Jesse says, tell them, look at the NFK's toilet. That is your future. Your fixation on who wipes your asshole in 30 years is disturbing. Well, that's the worst of it. The, it's, it's, uh, it's metaphorically describing that they must take care of me. And it's more fun to say it that way. Uh, Nick writes, I've never been given a car. I've worked for everything I've bought. I've gotten the connections to buy cheap cars, but never bought one. Congratulations. Good for you, you little shit. I'm so happy for you. 
Amanda says $2,000 to fix a car is better than $2,000 to buy a car right now. You're absolutely right, and that's the way I looked at it. Wingsguy71 says, can I have a car, Eric? I don't know. Are you going to wipe my asshole? Excuse me. All right. As soon as you're old enough, they're just going to move away and be like, sorry, dad, too far away. No way. Won't happen. I will haunt them. And I will, I'm going to, I'm going to say that and say, look, if you don't do this, I'm going to haunt you. If I pass away, you can, I can promise you that. Ryan Callahan says, how many times do we have to wipe your poop chute for a, for a car? Well, I don't know. You would have to commit to that forever. Jesse Codes, referring to Nick, says he's compensating for his four-foot height again. Yeah, that's, that's tough talking, Nick. What happened to Maddie's car? Uh, Jason Schaefer is asking. Well, that is a great mystery. Now, I am aware of what happened to Madison's Accord. I am aware of that. But I was approached by some of the members of the household, Madison, and um, she asked me to keep that close to the vest. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm honoring that. Yeah, it just stopped working. I'll say this. Uh, the car stops suddenly. And pr- prior to the second that it stops suddenly, it had a certain shape to it. And that shape is no longer the same. Um, the sudden stopping of the vehicle deployed this thing called airbags and um yeah you know it's not great the vehicle was then transported to um a facility and um in order to get it to that facility, you have to pay. Um, with this thing over here, hang on, I'll, I'll show you that. I just happen to have it right here. <clears throat> this is a thing called a title. And... Uh, what you do when there's no uh uh way to repair the car it's it's what call it's what it's called as totaled <laughs> you then the vehicle is um is used for like parts or they uh, uh cut it up and use use the metal and recycle it there's value to that so this place that transported the car to there, this this company that transported the car to there, they're going to then use it for these things called uh, parts. And 
and the metal to resell. There, there's value to it, but you got to do some work to get to the money. It's a two-step process. So what you do is you sign this document and you give it to the guy and he goes, all right, doesn't, there you go. So that may have happened to it. Easy, a great business model. Just sign it over. Okay, here you go. Holy shit. Holy shit. More on that one day down the road. More on that later. We can laugh about it. Well, I can laugh about it now. Mess relocation is back in the Eric Zancho household. I had a visit yesterday with my beloved stepfather, Wallace, Wally, my mother's, my late mother's husband, and um, Wally's son, my stepbrother, Joe, who I just found out yesterday Joe is not his name. That's his middle name, Joseph. His first name is Wallace. And it's like, I've known you since 1990, and I didn't know that your name was Wallace. And uh, so they come in. They had uh, they were in town because they had to, um, Wally, my stepdad, had to meet his great-grandson, Wallace. Which, by the way, old school, pretty rare name if you think about it. Whenever I hear of the name Wallace, I picture William Wallace from Braveheart. Um, and Wally's granddaughter and um, his granddaughter's um, uh, husband named their newborn Wallace. And that is, that is like, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, I love the name. It just has a, a certain ring to it. So my stepdad, Wally, his dad was a Wallace. who I've actually met him. He passed uh, Wallace. And then, so then you got my stepdad, Wallace, my stepdad, Wallace's son, my stepbrother, Wallace. And then my stepbrother only had girls. So there was no Wallace there, but then they picked it back up when my stepbrother's daughter just had a baby. So there's four Wallaces. How about that? So out of one, two, three, four, five generations, there's four Wallaces. Wallace the fourth. Wallace the fourth, fourth met Wallace the second yesterday. And it's hilarious because uh, my stepdad had a shirt on. It said Wallace one or Wallace two. And then my stepbrother had one said Wallace three. And then the baby had a shirt on. It said Wallace fourth. It said Wallace is everywhere. The place is full of Wallace's. Um, Wally, my stepdad, who's uh, in his mid eighties, his father has long since passed. Uh, but that would have been amazing. If there was like all five, like four of them out of five generations. If he somehow managed to live to like 110 years old. Um, so my stepdad and my um, stepbrother, uh, came over last night and, um, they pulled into the neighbor's driveway. 
I was pulling in the, in my truck with the pizza we were going to eat, and I noticed there was a car coming down the street. I go, I bet you that's them. And then so I get out of the truck, and then I walk, and the vehicle is pulled into the Alleluia's driveway. And so I was like, oh, I guess it wasn't them. But it was because they went and walked up to the door, and then Mr. Alleluia, Brian opens there, goes, can I help you? And they go, oh, wrong house. So then they backed out, pulled in my truck. Great visit. Good time. Good times. Um, and so I had to do mess relocation because my stepbrother, Joe Wallace, he is, um, he's, he actually watches the show from time to time and, uh, he wanted to see what it was like up here. And so I knew he was going to, and so like just a handful of minutes before I realized this, I was like, Oh my God, to get up into this room, they have to pass through our bedroom and through the closet back there and then this room and everything is a disaster and it might have been the fastest mess relocation that has ever happened and i haven't had to do mess relocation in a long time because i don't have anybody visit me anymore because we do it all via zoom so which is great i love that i man i tell you what um it's horrible to say something good came out of the pandemic but uh i am gonna say that the trade-off of a million dead in the U.S. to Zoom is fair. That is a fair trade-off. Um, we, I will trade one million dead for the ability to not have to have people come over the house because of Zoom, which Zoom did exist and Skype existed. It's just nobody used them. It wasn't until a million people died. We were, I'm totally kidding. Shut up. Shut up. It's a joke, okay? Of course I don't believe that. I have to explain this to you people that I'm kidding one more time. Holy shit. Um, but anyway, so I don't have to have people over here, but now I've got someone in my house. They're going to come in here and see this place. Oh shit. So I've got all this rando shit all over here. Uh, and I'm like, Oh my God. Um, and then the bedroom. And then I just scoop all this stuff up and throw it in the bathroom. And I just, the, in, in one minute's time, this room is spick and span. The closet is perfect. The bedroom has nothing in it. It's gorgeous. Yeah, come on up. I've uh, I've had it clean for weeks for this moment. Uh, show off all my shit, which basically I said, yeah, so uh, everything in this room costs less than this microphone. This microphone costs more than everything else, and that's it. You traded the caddy for this? No, no. A microphone. Oh, I can see that. So, um, all right. The NFK. Now, I wish I could tell you that uh, the NFK dropped the N-word in front of um, new people. But the man has an ability to turn it on and off. If there are new people in the home, you are not going to hear him give the finger to the TV and call someone that he doesn't like uh, the N-word. And, uh, and, I, and you know that's good. But I heard from my brother, uh, regular Mike, today. And he knew that uh, I had people coming over, that Wally and Joe were coming over. So this morning, 6.45 a.m., please tell me 
Did Diana's brother say, say anything ridiculous in front of Wally and Joe? LOL. And I wrote, ha, 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 ha. He was quiet. And he is. He, when there's new people here, you are not going to see arm flapping. You are not going to hear talking to himself. You are not going to um, um, hear uh, racist terminology to people that he sees on the TV. No, nothing like that. He is as polite as they come. And um, so he was on his best behavior. I had my fingers crossed that something would happen because if he, like, you know, sees Trump on TV and calls him an F rhymes with Baggett or something like that or the N-word. See, I don't actually think he's a bigot or racist. He indiscriminately drops those horrible terms on people that um, are not uh, homosexuals or black. He is an equal opportunity. He just uses those horrible words with great regularity. And he is a one of, other than Joe Rogan, there's only two people in this world that are uncancelable. Joe Rogan and him. You can't cancel someone who has no uh, footprint anywhere. The only footprint he has is from his asshole in that chair that he sits in. Which, by the way, by the way I got to give that thing back to COVID Carl. Um, so that has to happen. Diana says, why don't we just keep it? I go, well, it's not for keeping. You, you they, they let the people in the community borrow it. You don't just keep the fucking chair. She goes, well, how are they going to know? I go, what do you mean? It's, who gives a shit? I know. Does that, does that web, uh, equate in any way, shape, or form here? I'm aware. Right and wrong. Does that not factor into this? Speaking of right and wrong, um, today is Fat Tuesday. I only know this because the Poonchkis were on display at Meyer. Uh, Polish donut. Polish for donut, I believe, is what that is. Pretty sure Ash Wednesday is tomorrow. When is Ash Wednesday 2022? Wait a minute. Oh, no, it's not. Fat Tuesday is not today. It can't be. Because uh, it's March 2nd. Why are the Poonchkis? They must be putting the Poonchkis out early at Meyer. So now it's a, a fat week, fat two weeks. No, I guess it would be a week. It's only 28 days. Yeah, Wednesday, March 2nd. They are getting a head start on the Poonchki. So cancel that. Uh, fat Tuesday is not today. I'm a week early on Fat Tuesday. Well, thank God. Because I got to get my shit together. Um, I, okay. In the past year, uh, I think we've been to mass maybe once. I mean, and I feel terrible about that. So I got to fix this shit. I think I remember uh, just a few months ago talking to you about this exact same thing. And I was like, oh, man, I got to get back to mass. I got to get back to church. And I'm like, well, I did. I went to confession and I talked about it here. I went to confession and then I, I went back to mass. And then I promptly went back to the same old terrible habits of not going to mass. So, okay, 40 days of Lent. This is a perfect opportunity. Uh, as we lead up to it, I need a Saturday confession and I need Sunday mass. 
And then we've got 40 days of Lent. I can uh, give up something that I love to consume or do or take on a new positive thing. That's also something you can do for a Lenten promise. Some of you that are not Catholic still do do the Lenten promise. I know that. Uh, I realize that not a lot, not all of you are not Catholic. I realize that you're not perfect like me. Uh, but this is this. I have to get myself centered. I am too far to one side. All I I am like, oh, what's that movie? The Shining. All work and no play. Uh, well, I guess going to mass isn't play, but I am all work. That's all I do is is podcast shit, podcast shit. Would, and who who would um, I mean, it who wouldn't want to? I mean, it's incredible. We sit here and we have fun together. We talk and we. Oh my God, it's a, it's a hell of a way to eke out a living. But I gotta, oh man, I have to commit to some, I mean, I am a religious person. You know this. I know this. I have pulled back from the church. I have said to Jesus, get in the back seat, Jesus. I don't need you to take the wheel. I need to get, Jesus to crawl over the seat like you did when you were a kid. Sit down there, buckle up, and be ready to take the wheel. That's what I need to do. So I gotta I gotta get my mind around this quickly. So I'm just telling you, it's been on my mind as like Jesus, we got Jesus, I gotta get Jesus! Uh, what? I gotta get back to see you. Okay, well, you do. You gotta go have confession. Now, so many people that hear this are like, I don't get the confession thing. Yeah, I know. I know you don't. I, uh, you just have to understand that um, uh, when you're in that mode, you can, you're can you supposed to confess your sins to the priest. The priest is, uh, is, can forgive you of your sins through Jesus. He is a vessel for Jesus. And it, it, is, it is the most pure and sacred of the sacraments to say, I am a sinner, Father. It's This is why people are like, well, I don't get it. Why can't you just tell them and then be done with it? Well, it's more of a commitment to do it like this. Trust me. To look some guy in the face and say, you will not believe how much porno I've been looking at. Oh, my God. Now, now that's a commitment. Let me tell you. So it was a wonderful visit. Let me get back to this. It was a wonderful visit with um, my stepbrother and uh, Wally. And I, I, I'm realizing we talked about my mom quite a bit um, for a moment. Wally's got a little upset and um, felt bad. And then, uh, and then uh, it's probably the longest conversation I've had with my stepbrother Joe. Is really fantastic. I, you know, I feel like I've missed an opportunity by not being as close to him as I should. Absolutely wonderful. Terrific human being. I enjoyed this visit so much. It was spectacular. Uh, Jacqueline and Madison showed up. Jim had to work. Of course, he worked second shift. Uh, tried to get the grandkids to come over. That would be his great-grandkids. That was not in the cards, apparently. Did not happen, so that was a bummer. But what can you do? But it was a good time. A really, really good time. Glad they were able to come out. Okay. Uh, in addition to Twitch, I want you to follow me on uh, Twitter. 
I should say, in addition to Twitch and Facebook, follow me on Twitter at Eric Zane Show on uh, Twitter. Follow me there. Brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And follow me on uh, my YouTube channel, Eric Zane Show on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel, please. Bell notification, thumbs up. These are all free things that you can do. It doesn't cost you a dime. All it costs is you to go to take a second to go to any one of my spots on these various platforms and like it or follow it and all those fun things. I have Dear Meathead with my beloved 87-year-old father. Coming up tomorrow, I'm uh, uh, trying to establish a number of questions. I've uh, had several people reach out so far. uh, A few, not a lot. A few people that have already gotten in on them. Uh, If you would, please, if you have something going on in your life, send a question along to eric at ericzaneshow.com. I would love to hear from you with a question for dad on Dear Meathead. All right. Show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Baldwin Ace Hardware, a beacon of DIY awesomeness in the Northland. Thank you so much. Radio Voice Linda says being Catholic is hard. LOL. Well, there's some there's a couple things involved in being Catholic. I don't know how I wouldn't say it's hard. I can't agree with that. Uh, Corey says, just say the worst stuff you can think of to get a reaction out of the priest. Father, I took a huge dump in the donation bin this morning, and then I watched some porn and jizzed in your rectory. My God, what a ridiculous thing. Nick says he is a vessel for Jesus who just happens to judge you on your bad behavior. While ignoring all the child rape happening in the organization he works for, that is the farthest thing from the truth. And you're just trying to get a reaction out of me. But you're too short, so it doesn't work. Dean adds, I'm hard, but I'm not a Catholic, and then laughs at his own joke. So this is this is who the audience is. I have one guy saying, try to get the biggest reaction out of the priest by saying that I watched porn and jizzed in the rectory. I got another asshole who plays the child rape thing and says he's judging me. And then I've got another one saying, I'm hard, but I'm not Catholic. These are the the core, these are the main supporters of the Eric Zane Show podcast. This is a perfect example of the loud, obnoxious pieces of shit who listen to this show on a regular basis. This is, these are my people who I rely, these are the people I'm relying on. My God. Ugh. Kate says, I cannot even. All you guys are gross. And these are people, Kate, who you would say, these are your friends. Uh-oh. This just in. Breaking news. Bum, bum, bum. Rick from TC Paintball. He says, I know this comment is late, but I don't normally type while driving. I'm usually too busy doing battle in the left lane. He says, so you're saying that you give cars to your kids They, quote, run them into the ground and aren't interested in learning how to do maintenance. Weird. Almost like they learn more 
if their own money was involved. Wow, there it is. Rick dropping the hammer. Rick, keep your eyes on the road, buddy. All right. Thank you again for being here, part of the show. After I get done with this show, I'm going to take it over to Patreon. And I want you there. I am so, oh my God. We are knocking on the door of 260 people on Patreon. It's been a long time. We've been uh, slowly but steadily increasing, and I'm uh, very appreciative of that. So I don't know if it's something in the water or what, but um, more people are signing up, and I'm very, very appreciative of that. So this is what I'd like you to do. Try it. Just try it out. If you've never done this, try it. Drop five or ten bucks and uh, send it to me on Patreon. Very simple to do all that. And then you get 15-plus hours of content each and every week. Okay? 15-plus hours of content, all of the audio for 5 bucks a month, and then you'll know if you like it. You're like, oh, yeah, you know what? This is, uh, this is a good accompaniment to all what he puts out on the free podcast. And uh, have at it. Enjoy that. Um, if you like it, then you can either let it ride month to month or pay for the whole year, and I'll knock 10% off the price with your one-year commitment. So it's 60 bucks if you let it uh, for a year, if you let it go month to month, otherwise 54 if you pay for it all at once. For Tier 2, which is all of the audio, all of the video, and the live streams, it's 10 bucks a month. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane, slash Eric Zane. The open and live stream of the show today brought to you this time around by tag accounting tax season is here. In fact, I am eight, 11 days from my appointment with the tax hobbit. Um, I actually sit down with him. You can, if you want, you can actually be in the room with him. Now that's fun for me because I catch up with them. We have discussions while he's rat-a-tat-tatting and uh, doing my return right in front of my face. You don't have to do it that way, though. No matter where you are in the U.S., all you have to do is upload all of your documentation through his online portal and then have your phone handy with the ringer on when it's time for your appointment. He might call you and ask you a question or two. Otherwise, your return is getting done at that time. Next thing you know... Uh, your return is done. Your money is in your account. Call Tag Accounting to get started. 616-301-9516 from anywhere in the United States. Get your taxes done from Tag Accounting. You will get more money back. You will uh, uh, not have the stress of doing it on your own. It's going to set you back about 100 bucks. It, it depends on the size of your return. It's uh, that That number varies. If you have this massively involved return, it's going to cost you more money. But uh, if you're like most people, simple return, that's what's going to cost you. 616-301-9516. Tag accounting online at tagcpa.net. Hands in website. Off you go. Jason Mays from JM Synthetics. 616-747-0233. JMSynthetics.com. If you are um, online... Go there, and you can shop by product for these Amsoil products or um, shop by vehicle type or contraption type, whatever it may be. 
JM Synthetics. There's a phone number there. It is 616-747-0233. I need some stuff. It shows up at your door. Boom. Good to go. JM Synthetics. So then we go from JM to A and E. A and E heating and cooling. Reach out 616-516-8579. If you need any type of service done, scheduled maintenance on your furnace or your AC. Okay. When this started, it was just Joe Martinez. And he's added family members who are now HVAC experts who he's trained. His son-in-laws. How about that? Jason and David. 616-516-8579. If you need an after-hour service call, they'll help you. If if you're retrofitting the house with a new furnace or a new AC unit, they can help you. They'll install the Comfort Maker brand of air conditioners or furnaces. Thank you, A&E Heating and Cooling. Excuse me. Okay, we have, seriously, um, like a lot of the stories today involve weirdo shit happening in sports. And I want to get to this one right away. It is um, the coach of Michigan basketball, Jawan Howard. We talked about this a little bit. He's the dude that got into that fucking fight with Greg Gard, the coach of Wisconsin, um, on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, it was Sunday. And now there's on-court footage with um, better audio. So we're going to pick this up, and then I'm going to talk about the punishment. That is, And my God, it's crazy how people are jumping on board saying, yeah, this was fine. This is not a big deal. So again, they're going through the line. The way this unfolded was Michigan still had starters in. They're down by like 14 points. They're getting their asses kicked. They're pressing on defense, trying to get the ball back. They're still playing super hard. And Greg's like, Greg Gard is like, come on, man. All we want to do is inbound the ball and get the fuck out of here. Um, Michigan's still pressing, trying to steal the inbound. Badgers are like, fucking, let's just call timeout. 30-second timeout. Regroup. Howard doesn't like that. So they finally get back on the court. They inbound the ball. Howard fouls one of the Wisconsin. Howard has his players foul one of the Wisconsin players. Further prolonging the game. Game finally ends. This moment happens. Guard is getting in line. Howard was not leading the line. He got in late into the line, which is indicator that he's pissed off. He gets to guard, and this happens. He said, I'll remember that shit. Guard kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, man. Now, watch guard's left hand. It touches his right hand. I'm sorry. It touches Howard's right arm. Watch the overreaction. The next thing Howard says several times, don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. So Howard repeatedly says, don't fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. So that was it. This moment right here when that hand touched him um, as he impeded his progress, I guess. Michigan fan is like, that's assault. That's assault. He assaulted him. Come on, man. Now, guard ended up getting fined like $10,000 because I guess that's something. Uh, all right, 
you know, he could have just kept going. He did. He did impede Howard's um, walking through. You know, he didn't. Howard didn't want to shake hands with that guy. So the whole thing's stupid. First of all, Howard getting this worked up over what amounts to gamesmanship. This is what drives me nuts about sports. You know, these are all men's men and whatever. This whole, uh, I'll remember that shit. What a butt hurt bitch maneuver this is by Howard. Who gives a fuck? You just got the shit kicked out of you in Wisconsin. Your team sucks dick and you're not going to make the tournament. Take your fucking punishment and get off the fucking court. Okay, so now uh, the officials come in. I don't even know the name of the official that ends up getting slugged, but there's there right there. You see the official gets slugged. Five, what are the five fingers? Say to the face. A couple of the uh, players ended up getting a uh, suspension. Doesn't matter. Well, all right, that's the end of that. Um. Wings guy 71 says baseball is the worst when it comes to unwritten rules. Um, Corey says Michigan fan. He raped him. I saw it. Melissa says, what a bunch of whiny crybabies. Yes. You know what they should do? They should just cancel all men's sports for these two. Cancel the men's basketball team from Michigan and Wisconsin and just the ladies play in place of them because they're the only ones that can handle this shit, apparently. My God. You know, women get a bad rap. Oh, yeah, you whiny bitches. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. You know? I don't see this from the women's game. Ugh. Okay. Um, more about this. Big Ten suspends Jawan Howard for the rest of the regular season. It isn't going to matter. Michigan is not going to make the tournament, I don't think. Um, the Big Ten sent a message that such behavior won't be tolerated. The league fined Howard $40,000 to spend him for the final five games of the regular season. Um, at Howard, who had defended his actions Sunday, remember, he said, oh, yeah, I was defending myself. Shut up struck a different tone here's what he said the statement from Jawan Howard after taking time to reflect on what happened I realize how unacceptable both my actions and words were and how they affected so many I am truly sorry yeah this is these two people Howard um well, both of them, but more so Howard. Soft individuals. Weak. You know? Such an unbelievable overreaction. Weak people mentally. That's what these idiots are. I am offering my sincerest apology to my players and their families, my staff, my family, and the Michigan fans around the world. I would like to personally apologize to Wisconsin's assistant coach, Joel Krabenhoff. One of the five fingers... Side of the face and his family too. 
Lastly, I speak a lot about being a Michigan man. I hate the terminology. I'm a Michigan man. I'm a Michigan man. Shut up. And representing the University of Michigan with class and pride. I did not do that. You didn't do that last year with Maryland too either. Nor did I set the right example in the right way for my student athletes. I will learn from my mistakes and the mistake will never happen again. No excuses. Okay. All right. So this is after, no doubt, the AD Ward, uh, Ward Manuel, I think his name is, said, what the fuck are you doing? Um, holy shit. What a stupid, stupid thing. So that's the end of it. A lot of uh, comments from people um, like this. This is just a doesn't matter. Rand, Rando on Twitter. Uh, the, the people who are putting race into this. So the old white guy who blocked Howard's way out and kept grabbing his arm after being told not to will skate the young black guy. He'll get suspended. Sound about right. Typical. Well, okay. I don't think he skated. He was fined. But uh, Juwan Howard did five fingers say to the face. So what the fuck? I think it's about right. Don't you? This person writes, guard thought it was okay to grab Juwan Howard. He found out real quick that it wasn't. And Juwan Howard did what any man would have done in that situation. Don't fucking touch me. You notice guard realized real quick he made a mistake. Watched him squirm out of sight and never help his players. Boy, people are stupid. The whole thing. Dumb fucks. Hot-headed dumb fucks. Am I any better? No. Absolutely not. Would I have done the same thing as these guys? Absolutely. Am I a hot-headed soft baby? Yes. Because I know some of you are already like, oh, yeah, you're so wise, Eric Zink. No. I applaud these two. In my mind, at the time, I would have done the same damn thing. Because that's how idiot men like me behave. The only difference between Jawan Howard and me is he's seven foot tall with an enormous dick, a big bank account, is black and successful. These are all things. Otherwise, we are the exact same person. How does that sound? Cold as hell in this room. I need to, I think that's a great take. I think that's hilarious. I am a funny motherfucker and full of confidence. That's what you have to be. You must be full of confidence to do this. Uh, fucking Bill. Damn it. Come on. Uh, Bill was on yesterday, but, uh, he, he was on the Patreon. You didn't hear him. I guess he went crazy yesterday. And was beating a dead horse like you wouldn't believe. Because I heard from uh, Zaniac Matt, who said uh, it was like, you wouldn't believe how much uh, 
he went on and on and on about it. He wrote, you need to get huge on to bust his balls. He's acting like 10,000 puppies got killed by a man using his tailpipe in a garbage bag. Is he after clicks or is he really this soft? And I was like, wait, what? And then, uh, I, yeah, sometimes he tends to go beat a dead horse from time to time. Lots of repeating what he said five minutes prior. Well, the problem with that is because it's really slow in sports right now. And uh, when you're in radio, you're constantly you're constantly having new people listen all the time. You have to basically say the same shit over and over again. You know. All right. So that's uh, all I got to say about that. The Threads Podcast is another podcast that I'd like you to check out. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. You can download the episodes wherever you download shows. Threads Podcast, Life Unfiltered. Threadspodcast.com, the latest, episode 168. Now, this I always am so impressed with this. Um. Episode 168, striving for self-improvement through doing our work and killing comfort. Now, that just sounds incredible. So basically, does that, are you suggesting just doing your job and not getting too comfortable? And then you will continue to get You'll continue to improve yourself. That, that, that action, whenever I read the headlines of these shows, I'm like, shit, you're right. Striving for self-improvement through doing our work and killing comfort. I'm going to do a crossover episode coming up on Monday of next week with the boys. An Eric Zancho podcast, Threads podcast, crossover episode. Hi, guys. Welcome to Threads podcast, Life Unfiltered. This is a show where we talk. So I just want to say this is a sponsor, and I love these people. So if you have any comments, I'm going to ban you permanently. I'm going to permanently ban you. about faith, mental health, and uncomfortable conversations, not necessarily in that order. It just rolls off the tongue that way. And even though I hate that faith comes first, but thank you for joining us. To, what? Uh, whenever you're listening to this show, it could be during a third shift work job or while you're running. I don't know why you'd want to listen to us while you're running, but oh, come on now. Come on. It's podcast life unfiltered. Think of how peaceful it would be if you listened to our sexy voices while running. <laughs> like, you'd be like, oh. hey, I'll just tell you this right now. It sounds good. I mean, quality. It sounds, that sounds sharp. Well done. Oh, man, I am chill. I am, I'm in zone two of heart rate. I'm doing Mike's mic is a little bit more pronounced, Jason. You might need a little bit something on there to balance those. But I'm supposed to. So, as Jason said, this is episode 168. I can't believe that you have had that many podcasts. It's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of talking. Like, you should go back and count now. Uh, So, tonight, or tomorrow, or anytime you listen to it, as Jason likes to always say, we are going to cover a couple things. We There's probably some new people listening. We want to talk about why the show exists, and then some things we are learning, because we think both are important, and I think we will get into all three of those quote-unquote buckets. All right. You will not feature 
You will not have anybody telling someone to go fuck themselves. There will be no telling anyone to go fuck themselves on the Threads podcast. Okay, so when you get your fill of having me telling people to go fuck themselves, and you got, hey, I I listen to the Patreon, I listen to the free podcast, what am I going to do? Listen to the Threads podcast. Now, this is a a once-a-week show, okay? So um, I love the dynamic between them. They're very sweet and friendly, and uh, I, you know, I've known Jason for quite some time. He's been a diehard supporter of this show, so you know, I'm just happy that you guys are doing so well. Threadspodcast.com. You guys are great. All right. Um, Jackson Mahomes doing drugs. Okay. This is incredible. It's pain in the ass. <laughs> he was at some rave or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it is. And eyes are on him. And he was seen doing something that a lot of people think he was doing drugs. Okay. Um, mute that. Pause that. Look at the Daily Mail, by the way. How can you... Jesus, look at this page. Son of a bitch. Um, there's a video that goes with this. But, first of all, this guy's a giant, so he stands out. This is someplace. Jackson Mahomes, younger brother of Patrick Mahomes, can be seen, seen tilting his head back and inhaling something during a concert in Independence, Missouri, in Missouri, er, in, in December. <laughs> they said he looks incredibly spaced out. Now, here he is putting something up his nose. And there is a, a sh- this is a short video. Okay. Okay, one more time. Right there. Did you see that? He had a big toot fest of something. Now, I don't know what other things you're supposed to put up your nose. I guess you can put anything up your fucking nose. And I I don't know. Is it you could put cocaine up your nose? You can put a heroin up your nose. You can put, I I don't know. Can you put at other, are you supposed to put other shit up your nose? Who knows what, what young people put up their noses? Okay. He's definitely putting something up his nose, right? Okay, pick it up right here, real quick. And now he's wiping the nose. Okay, he definitely... We pay cash for videos. My God. Knowing that uh, people in the world are just watching your every move. Jesus. Okay. Jackson Mahomes is having a toot fest. Pixie sticks sugar challenge. He was congested, probably nasal spray. I doubt that. Um, my God. 
Jackson appears dazed immediately after as he turns to speak to a male friend standing next to him. I noticed him pretty much straight away and could immediately tell he was super high. The witness told DailyMail.com. You can see from the video, he looks really spaced out, and that's what he was like all evening. Oh, man. I think that what they need to do is um, they need to find him at another event and bring him more drugs. We need to encourage some type of bad overdose, you know? Um, I don't know. Give him, cook him up a hot one or something. I don't know. But this is behavior that we need to encourage to get, because I can probably... It's probably Patrick Mahomes' brother. Is like, can somebody please one of his friends give tell him it's coke, but it's actually heroin, so we can have like that scene and fucking uh, not Kill Bill. What's that movie called? Reservoir Dogs. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, they they stab the chick. Pulp Fiction. That's it. God. Kill Bill. Reservoir Dogs. Inglorious bastards. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Hateful eight. <clears throat> you have a favorite Tarantino movie? It's got to be Pulp Fiction, right? Hmm. I I don't. There is not a there is not a Tarantino movie that exists that I do not like. My, they're just incredible. Have you ever seen Hateful Eight? Ugh. Spectacular. Kate says, I love when Eric walks himself through movie titles. Yeah, I struggle. Four Rooms. I don't know what that is. Is that a movie that I haven't seen? A Quentin Tarantino movie that I haven't seen? Django Unchained. Oh, my God. There was a horrible scene in Django Unchained that was so unbelievably violent. When the, um, when the black guys are fighting. I, I don't know what I haven't heard of four rooms. Is that a I that's one I'll have to check out? My God, I thought I'd seen them all. Kill Bill. Oh God. A lot of people did not like Once Upon a Time in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I loved that movie. Oh. It was a little different. Jackie Brown. Rick says, hotel with uh, four rooms is a hotel with four rooms all written by different writers. And Tim Roth has to go from room to room putting out fires. Hmm. Check that out. Thank you. All right. So Jackson Mahomes. Okay. I want to move on. Um, I don't know. God, I talk about, you know, what's something I'm really mixed up about from time to time. It's transgender athletes. Because on this show, I have talked about transgender boxing. But I don't know anymore. Uh, it w- no, it was transgender MMA. I don't know if I like that uh, that take anymore. And uh, the, w- the reason why it came up is um, it popped into my brain and I'm rethinking this is um, there's a swimmer who's kicking everybody's ass. Uh, Leah Thomas. She swims for the Pennsylvania Quakers. It's an Ivy League school, I think. And she's kicking 
everyone's ass. <sighs> Boy, what a... We're in a weird spot here. You could very easily just say... Um, because I want to be accepting of people who are changing their gender. I really do. And I don't want anybody to feel bad. I cannot imagine what living in a body that you don't feel is yours is like. I, 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 I can't relate to that. And I, I have a hard time taking a hard stance on this. I really do because, I mean, I actually know a couple of people that are transgendered. I have a friend named uh, Jeremy in Nashville, Tennessee, who used to be, in fact, I remember when Jeremy told me that he's transgendered and it was only like eight, nine years ago. And I swear to God, I didn't know what that meant. And um, I just thought that I didn't realize that uh, Jeremy had been born a woman. And Jeremy became a man and is married to a lady and has children. And Jeremy has the uh, emotions of an extremely stereotypical emotional lady. And so Jeremy's the type that you say hi to him and he starts crying. So you know, I haven't talked to him in a long, long time. And I don't know what the hell he's up to. I don't even know if he's fallen off in the listening. But he was the biggest fan for the longest time. Normally, I mean, and the thing is, if you see Jeremy, you would never have an idea that Jeremy uh, was born a woman. Okay? So, all right. Now, this is all mixed up in my brain. I don't know where to go with this, but uh, this has to do with athletics. And I've, I made, oh, no, you, the MMA fight, you got to let the chick fight the guy or the guy who becomes a woman fight other women. If the girl knows what the hell she's doing, she can. And I don't, I, I don't know. I'm starting to go back on that. I'm having a hard time with that. And I don't know if that's fair. And it isn't so much about that particular instance of one person versus another in a fist fight. Uh, you had the summer Olympics where you had the, the weightlifter who was a man and she didn't do well. Um, competing with women and lost. Um, and then there's this chick. All right. Now, I don't see a woman here. <laughs> I see a dude wearing a chick's bathing suit. I mean, I don't know. I wish we could actually go like, all right, yes. If we're going to say yes, you can compete, but you actually have to be able to convince people. You actually have to look like a woman. You, I mean, I know that sounds incredibly harsh, but I, that's a guy wearing a chick's fucking bathing suit. What's the point of wearing a one piece that covers up where there should be titties when there are no titties? There's no tits, and it's a man's face. It appears that this woman has just said, hey, I'm a woman now, and just put on a chick's one-piece bathing suit 
and is a great swimmer and is now beating the shit out of all of the women in the uh, in the swimming competitions and is, I guess, competing for a national championship. I'm referring to Leah Thomas, a transgender athlete on the Penn's, Penn women's swimming team, dominant in the pool this season. She won three titles at the Ivy League championships over the weekend, setting records for women. Used to compete on the men's team and has arguably been the top swimmer in the country this year. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to share this video here so we can see how much ass she kicks. So you can see for yourself. These one-sided affairs. Thomas heads in for the final turn. It's a little fuzzy right now for some reason. Hope it might be Penn going one-two with Baroker. Yeah, this is her right here. Look at how much. It's a little fuzzy screen. Sorry about that. Uh, it's not the best uh, res, but this this blob of splash is her, and everybody else is back here. She's kicking so much ass. Pool, nobody will touch Leah Thomas, who will finish. Look at how much she wins by. 32, Leah Thomas, Ivy League champion in the 500 free. Second place to Catherine Baroker, another top. Uh, the president campaigned on passing the Equality Act, which would amend federal anti-discrimination law to include gender identity as protected category. This would make it illegal to prohibit transgender a- athletes from competing in their respective sports. Thomas Thomas's dominance inside of the pool has sparked a larger discussion about tra- transgender athletes. Earlier this year, 300 athletes signed a letter supporting Thomas. Previously, 16 anonymous signed a letter pushing back on Thomas. Fox Digital reached out to the White House for comment on the Thomas situation, but they did not return the request. Thomas is set to compete at the NCAA championships later this year. Does anyone care about how the biological females feel about it? They should do a blood test. Whatever it says, that's what you compete as. WingsGuy71 says, I don't care if people want to change their gender because that's what they feel they should do, but these individuals need to understand that they, male to female, do have a biological advantage in athletics and it is unfair to compete against females. Okay, I'll go this far. When it comes to an event like swimming, no. When it comes to MMA, yes, you should allow it because the other athlete has the right to say no or yes. You can turn down the fight. So MMA, I encourage transgender athletes fighting against. So if a, a man becomes a woman, then yes, and fights in MMA, then it's okay. But in swimming or any other sport, no. However, if a chick becomes a man and wants to play in the NFL, that's okay too. I think this is what should happen. The president should appoint me to be like in charge of this shit. Okay. I rule. So you're going to have to come to me and make your point. And if I feel that you've won me over, I will then decide what can happen. 
And, and, if at any point you convince me otherwise along the way, I can change my mind. I'm like the Supreme Court of transgender athletes. One person court. I am volunteering my services going forward. So I will say this. MMA, absolutely. It depends on if the other party agrees. Swimming, well, everybody has to agree to it. All the other athletes have to agree to it. And if they can't come to a consensus, I will rule. There you go. Problem solved. Problem solved. All right. Thank you to Gift of Life Michigan for being on board with the show. Love them so much. Um, I, um, being the media ambassador for them, has been a uh, a real gift in its own right. It just it all came about because of the kidney donation. I appreciate you so much, Gift of Life. And all I'm asking you to do as an audience member in the great state of Michigan and in your respective state that you may listen in, whatever state that is, um, in Michigan, it's very very simple. To become a uh, a donor. In fact, I'm going to show you how easy this is. Okay? This is all you need to do. Go to my website, ericzanecho.com. Okay? There we are. And then up at the top here, you see all these beautiful sponsors that help the show? I love them so much. Gift of Life. Click on this one. It's going to take you to this page right here. Okay? And then it says, become a donor. And you click that. And then uh, add your name to the donor registry. Joining the donor registry gives you the chance to save and improve lives. You will save. You can save eight people's lives with your, organ, your organs and help countless others with tissue and corneas. Register now. Okay. And then name, uh, date of birth, all this info here. I'm not a robot. A robot. A robot. And submit. This registration is a binding legal document of gift. You affirm the information provided is accurate. You agree upon death to donate all. That's it. That's all you do. It just takes you that long. That's all I'm asking you to do to donate your organs in the unlikely event that you become a robot that you pass through gift of life. Thank you to them for being part of the Eric Zancho podcast. Okay. Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider of the Eric St. Show podcast. If you need any tech information, if you need to upgrade your company's uh, tech in any way, call upon Blue Frost IT. Hands in website, bluefrostit.com, 616-285-50. That's 616-285-50 for Blue Frost IT. We've got gun school coming up the month of March. If you want to get your pistol license, uh, you need to be uh, instructed by the best. It's a a one-day class. It happens on a Saturday through uh, Prince Arming. Uh, The class is going to be happening in Allendale, Michigan this year. If you are in the area, uh, sign up. It's going to cost you $125 to take that class for Steve's time. And uh, you don't even need to own a pistol to be able to take the class, and that's encouraged, actually. If you're starting from scratch, that's fine. You're going to learn a lot in this class. You're going to be certified then. And then you go to your county that you live in in Michigan and apply for your pistol license. They're going to do a background check on you. They're going to fingerprint you. And off you go. Before you know it, you've got your pistol license. The class will 
allow you to have range times to be able to try various pistols to find out which one you're comfortable with. Okay? So that's all included in the class. Prince Arming, online at princearming.com, or you can find them on Facebook if you go to my website, ericzaneshow.com, and check them out. All right. You can also call or text Steve 616-204-1705-616-204-1705. All right. The president doesn't get to unilaterally make decisions on law, Eric. That's not how it works. If y'all want to live under a monarchy, head to England. When it comes to this, we should. I get that. But you should have Eric Zane being the transgender uh, police for the United States. Going forward. And I say guy who wears one-piece bathing suit, suit with no titties, looks like a dude, kicking everybody at, kicking everybody's ass, should not be allowed to swim. There you go. That's my current opinion on this. It may change at some point. That is my current belief going forward. Case by case, some women will be, some women, wait a minute, some men who become women will be allowed to compete with women. It all depends on the circumstance. That dude should not be swimming with those chicks, though. No way. Sorry. Sorry that I called her a him and a dude, but my God. Sure does look like a dude. Fuck. The least you could do is get some tits, for God's sake, before you get in the pool. Holy shit. All right. Antonio Brown is at it again. It's to a point with Antonio Brown that I don't I don't really think anybody cares anymore. But now he's throwing Tom Brady under the bus. And by the way, I'm hearing rumors that Tom Brady may come back and what's interesting i heard that he may not have been on the same page with that uh, coach bruce arians and then um but if with him retiring is he does he no longer under contract to the bucks i mean is that was that the end of the term and if it is that's a nice clean break and then that would open the door and i, I guess that is because there's talk about him being a quarterback for another team you got to understand he finished his career as the best quarterback in the league. Now, unless there is a remarkable drop-off, um, the argument can be made that he would be very good next year, right? I mean, and holy shit. There's rumors that he will be leading the San Francisco 49ers. Let's just say this whole thing was a work. He's not really retired. Well, he said he's retired, but now he's going to come back. I would love that so much, okay, because I am a big fan of Tom Brady. Um, and um, let's say since retiring, all he's done is doubled down on the TB12 diet, which, side note, um, I guess that's a really, really great diet. Like if you were to eat like Tom Brady – um you're going to improve your health. And I think Joe Pellerito is exploring that right now. Joe Pellerito 
just got back from the dock and the docks. He got a bad review on the uh, on the physical. He voiced this on Facebook or something like his cholesterol's wonky or some shit or triglycerides. Triglycerides are whack. So he's got to do something. And he's looking at that TB12 diet, which I think is great. Um, so that might be something for your old pal, Eric Zane. I have, since my last physical one year ago, haven't done shit for my health. It is, I am so not looking forward to Dr. Byers staring me in the face and saying, yeah, dude, it's, uh, you're, I'm putting you on cholesterol medicine. You have got to start eating hot pockets or something because you're doing something wrong. It's terrible. But if Brady is is taking care of himself, I mean, I seriously doubt that Tom Brady is going to retire and then immediately start eating like shit. He just doesn't strike me as that type. You know, I mean, every time you see a pro athlete a few years removed, removed they're morbidly obese. They look like shit. They're halfway to death. I don't think he's going to do that. He looks better now than when he entered the NFL. He's going to be 45 years old. Anyway, I'm off on a tangent. The ADHD is running high right now. Antonio Brown is, um, this is about him. He is, he's talking on Instagram and throwing everyone under the bus. And what he did was he posted a picture of, I guess this is an x-ray of his foot. Okay. And he writes along with it. He wrote wrote on Instagram over this x-ray. I guess that's the damaged um, foot or ankle. And then he wrote over it, superimposed, they tried to hurt me intentionally. Sent me out there after knowing I was still hurt. Tom said... He would throw it if I came to play. If I came to play hurt, I came. He didn't throw it. Well, he did. He threw the ball in that final game five times to you, and you caught three of them for 25 yards. And it was midway through the second quarter when the shit hit the fan. So I don't know what you mean by that. He didn't throw it. Imagine being hurt having to play through this and being lied to. You know what he needs to do is on this image, he needs to kind of like, you know, highlight what's broken because to me it just looks like some weirdo x-ray. I don't really see the problem here because I'm not a doctor. I don't see what's broken. You know? Coach said, if I couldn't run on this, get the fuck out of here. Fuck all you MF still. Uh, he wanted to write can't, but he wrote can't C A I N T still can't stop me at NFL. You know, boy, this is, uh, this is fucking stupid. Now. I don't know if I believe him that he's actually hurt. If you recall, when he ran off the field, he was like running full stride and doing jumping jacks. And uh, you were running perfectly fine. I don't know. Maybe you had like uh, painkillers or something like that, and it felt fine. But, I mean, who knows? 
at the at the at the worst. Let's say you were hurt and they made you play, and you can prove that. You should probably sue them, right? Is that happening? Or, um, you know, I mean, go up, approach it in a respectable way, I guess. Uh, Jason Shaver says Juwan Howard wrote this. Kyle says, "Well, they are stopping you since no team is going to sign you." Radio voice Linda says, I'm embarrassed that Brown went to my alma mater and Eric's. I actually saw Antonio Brown play a football game in a Central Michigan University Chippewa uniform. There's a reason why this guy with as much talent as he had went to a school like that. You know, it's a high school virtually. That's how, that's how ridiculous of the football program is at Central Michigan University. Um, I, that's embarrassing. Come on. <clears throat> so dumb. All right. As I said, a lot of athletes on the show today. A lot of horrible behavior involving athletics. You had Juwan Howard. You had Jackson Mahomes. He's not an athlete, but I mean, kind of. The trans swimmer debacle. Antonio Brown. One more. This one has aud- uh, audio and video for you to check out. It's hockey. And it is a shit hockey league. It's known as the United States Premier Hockey League. Now, that is quite a lofty name for this league. We are talking really, really low. We are talking like Muskegon Beer League hockey. Okay? And uh, what you got here is you got a guy... Here's your man. Watch what happens. The ref is going to throw somebody out of the game. Hold on a second here. Make this bigger for you. This is as big as I can get it. I'm not sure what goes on here, but the ref here is throwing someone out. Something was said. And watch the ref. He's going to throw somebody out. This ref here. I think he got run into... Okay, that's exactly what happened. This dude ran into the ref, and then some type of exchange was, I don't know if it was get the fuck out of the way or fuck you. I mean, refs get run into every game, but something was said. This ref throws the guy out. Watch how the guy responds. Let me back it up. Out. He says, you're out. Watch this. Yeah? Oh no! Oh, he hit! He hit him! Holy shit! What? What a punch! What? A, and the ref gets up. No big deal. I mean, he clocked this guy. Oh! Wow! Look at that! Over and over. Oh! Ref gets up. No big deal. It's like, hey, motherfucker. Wow. Jeez. He's been banned from the league. Banned for life. Eh, whatever. He plays for the South Shore Kings. Got frustrated with the ref. My God. What a fucking clown show. Statement from the USPHL. The action taken today by a USPHL player is completely unacceptable 
in the USPHL. The USPHL is a shit league that has zero tolerance for any player striking any official. Some of that says at any time. The player in question's actions is an asshole that have led to a lifetime ban. Continued. We don't need to read it. God. That's like a slap shot shit. I'm the only guy in the league who took off my skate and tried to stab some guy. Is that from Slapshot? It's got to be right. Jesus. What a punch. And the ref just took it. I, the, the ref's got to be a tough son of a bitch. Okay. I've got one more for you. It features something terrible. This, you know, there's been a lot of uh, stupid stories, lighthearted, uh, dumb takes, shit like that. This, what I have for you next year is unbelievable and i it's the first i've heard of it so you are not going to like this and i think we it's from happy gilmore okay gotcha uh it this is going to be rough this is going to be a rough rough story i'm not going to lie to you so here you go check this one out holy shit driver accused of hitting and killing a jogger of van buren county is now charged with murder detectives tell us something found in the suspect's online search history was shocking indeed and one of the reasons behind this murder charge news panel three's mike krafsik joining us live in studio to tell us why investigators now say the suspect killed this woman on purpose okay so the incident happened this guy hit a woman while driving his car that was um they knew that but what <laughs> the freeze frame in this guy's face what could have been oh it was an accident uh you know obviously lead to like a manslaughter charge or something like that no because they did a little bit more investigating you will not believe this hey, the suspect killed this woman on purpose mike yeah andy investigators claim colby martin wanted to engage in sex acts with a dead body in court the judge presiding over the case says chilling doesn't even begin to describe the new evidence the prosecution has in this case detectives say martin searched for pornography involving dead or unconscious woman immediately after a 64 year old was reported missing in van buren county melody Ro hold on he goes online and looks for tips on having sex through por uh, looking at porno with dead or unconscious women. Well, that's all I need. Logs off and goes run and runs over the first woman he sees. That happened. Horror was out for a walk when she was hit by Martin's car, detectives say, outside of Decatur back in September. Rohrer's body was found in a wooded area in St. Joseph County the next day. Oh, my God. 29-year-old Martin moved her body there. In court, investigators say DNA found in Martin's car and inside a trash can by his house links back to Rohrer. Uh, there's probable cause to believe that the defendant um, intentionally uh, struck the victim with a vehicle, took her body, um, engaged in sexual acts with the body. Oh. Martin had been out on bond since the initial charges were filed in September on manslaughter and for uh, concealment of a body charged with murder yesterday. He was? He was out on bond? A judge denying Martin bonds tonight. He remains behind the bar or behind bars at the county jail. His attorney tells me he doesn't think the allegations justify the added murder charge. Why would this? What? Wait, hold on a second. Say that. Say that last part again. 
Today, a judge denying Martin Bond. Tonight, he remains behind the bar or behind bars at the county jail. His attorney tells me he doesn't think the allegations justify the added murder charge. <laughs> the studio, wait, wait a second. So the so the attorney has to get up every day and look himself in the mirror and say, "No, there is no way you should add a murder charge onto this." I mean, yes, I understand that there's evidence that he uh, went online to uh, fuckadeadchick.com and then went and ran over a person immediately after, took the body into the woods and had sex with it, but that does not warrant a murder charge. This was accidental. This is an outrage. This is an outrage, Your Honor. How can this possibly be? Uh, that poor reporter is getting judged with Chris K say, well, first of all, uh, let's talk about this guy needs hair plugs. Jason Schaefer says this dude needs some hair plugs. LOL. Chris K says nine millimeter hair plugs. Wait a minute. So is, is Jason saying that the reporter needs hair plugs? And then Chris is saying we need to kill the bad guy. Are we combining your insults there? Yeah, Chris Chris doesn't strike me as the type to take a run at the reporter. So you're off the hook. Schaefer, I think, is taking a run at the reporter. <laughs> okay. All right. So we've got a guy. This is this is my life. I'm enjoying the conversation with audience members. I have a story where a local guy looks at uh fuckadeadchick.com runs over a lady has sex with her and Schaefer's making jokes about how bald the reporter is what the fuck the suggestion just kill this animal yeah you know seriously what oh god I don't that is um we live in a world here a civilized world here in the U.S. Where, um, you know, we just can't do that. But of all of the things, there have been so many cases in the world, case after case here, where like, why can't we? Why can't we just for once just fucking kill somebody in an instant? I mean, seriously. Can you imagine if just for one year we put into play a scenario in the courts where um, if the proof is completely irrefutable, that we just slaughtered people right there in the courtroom. We just laid down some plastic and shot the guy in the face right there and then threw his body in a wood chipper and fertilized a field, you know? And then we kept a running total of all of the, let's say it costs $50,000 a year to feed an inmate and house an inmate. And then, you know, we took that money and multiplied it by the expected life of that person. All right. And then we uh, piled up that money that we saved and formed like a big giant pool of cash save that we would otherwise spend. And how much that pile of money would be for one year. And we like fed people who were poor and hungry. I mean, shit. Wouldn't that be just the most fantastic thing in the world? We're slowly but surely weeding out these animals that walk amongst us. Oh, Fuck. Hmm. 
Uh, Jason Schaefer, who's gotten off attacking the reporter, said, did it happen adjacent to a federal park or game area? Then the death penalty would apply. Yeah, I don't know. But you know how that is. It takes forever. No such thing as swift, severe, and certain. A deterrent is not a deterrent if the punishment is not swift, certain, and severe. Karl Marx. That's right. I'm quoting Karl Marx. That's the only thing I took out of my sociology class. And remember, this is coming from the guy who thought Eli Whitney was black. You don't know that. It happened on the Patreon, I believe. I said Eli Whitney invented the cotton gin. He was a black man. I don't know if I was combining. I think I was. That would have been something if he did. If he was black. He was like, oh my God. All these poor black people. Holy shit. We're going to make their job easier for them. That would make sense. It would be an incredibly. Yeah. He's like, fuck you guys. I'm making this. But no, he was not even fucking black. I, I, I so fucked that up. Jesus. All right. So uh, I think we know the asshole of the day. That's coming up next. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to check them out. If uh, you are in need of a mortgage, a refi, your first mortgage, your 10th mortgage, whatever it may be, from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. That's 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. Please mention my name when you reach out to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Okay, last time I talked about uh, Frank the Tank Fuss from My Policy Shop Insurance, I stressed to you about uh, buying insurance in the marketplace and how he can help you with that. Uh, but that's not the only thing. If you do not have a supplemental health insurance policy, you run a risk of some serious problems if you're utilizing your workplace insurance. Okay, so you have your workplace insurance, your health insurance, and uh, if you have like, you know, co-pays and things like that, if you get into a serious issue, car accident, something like that, or a a life-threatening illness, um, you could still be left with catastrophic bills. If your employer does not offer you a supplemental policy, you could be in some serious hot water. A supplemental uh, policy can um, take care of all those extra costs that can that can happen, and also the lost time at work. Who's going to cover your you know your income suddenly uh, leaving? That's what a supplemental policy does. If you want more information about a supplemental policy, the expert is Frank the Tank Fuss. And for all of his services, whether it be uh, health insurance through the marketplace, supplemental policies, life insurance, uh, Medicare, Advantage plans, he is the expert on all these things. Every single one of these things is free. Frank takes care of his customers that way. He does not get paid by you. He gets paid by insurance companies that you pay for those policies okay that's how it works so you don't do this alone have an expert help you navigate all of this stuff uh story after story from various zaniacs who have dealt with frank are like oh my god i didn't even know that this existed 
Reach out to Frank, My Policy Shop Insurance, mypolicyshop.com, 616-914-4070. If you need any of what I talked about, 616-914-4070, call or text and mention my name. If you miss any of this and you're like, wait, who was that again? Just reach out to me and I'll point you in the right direction. No problem. And then, of course, uh, if you want to do something fun, um, go see a comedy show, fullhousecomedy.com. Yesterday's asshole of the day, all the assholes in the hazing incident. God, poor ninth grader, freshman hazing day. They shut off the lights in the locker room and crazy sons of bitches at the high school, at the Christian high school. That some 10th grader put a bat up the kid's keister and then the stupid admin decided, yeah, let's just cover it up. Five members of the school, baseball coach, principal, superintendent, all these bigwigs are arrested. Five of them. And then, the, of course, the 10th grader got arrested too. Fucking unbelievable. What is going on? Um, all right. Asshole of the day. Necrophiliac asshole is your asshole of the day. There can be no one else. Um, Had we not had the necrophiliac today, maybe the trans swimmer, um, maybe Juwan Howard, maybe Antonio Brown, maybe the dude on the shit uh, beer, a hockey league that punched the ref in the face, but no, no, no. It has to be the necrophiliac asshole is your asshole today. Okay. There you go. All right, folks. I appreciate you listening to the podcast, the audio, the video live stream, whatever it may be. As I mentioned, um, we have the Patreon bonus podcast happening a little later on. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, slash Eric Zane. Uh, If you ever have received a gift subscription from Patriot Nick, which is so incredibly sweet um, to do, when that ends, if you could, go ahead and subscribe on your own. That will save him some money. That is so very sweet of him. He has done this 352 times. Wow. That is a lot of cash. So, I mean, thank you. I'm flattered by that. But if you have received a gift subscription, you are getting the show without ads and you have um, access to the emotes, the bitmojis, the emojis, whatever the fuck they are. Um when that is time to renew, if you could renew that, that's, that would, uh, you know, keep him from having to do that all the time. That is incredible. Nick also has Eric, you need to add some mods to boot spam accounts. Uh, you're talking about the one that says buy followers, primes and viewers. All right. I'll, I'll ban this one right now. I just figured out how to do this today. That's the second banning today. So I've banned two today, Nick. I banned a troll and I banned a bot. Okay. So I'm good. We got it down. 
Thank you, folks. I appreciate you. Talk to you on Patreon. Uh, we're going to catch up with Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer trivia tomorrow because uh, I got kind of a late start on that and uh, am not prepared. So I will have it tomorrow if everything works out. I think we'll be good. Otherwise, I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Melissa says, did he spell necrophiliac correct? N-E-C-R-O-P-H-I-L-I-A-C. No, I got that one. I did get that one right. Dementia was just a typo. I spelled Dementa. Okay, have a great day, everybody. Thanks for your time. Talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.